Welcome to Tabletop Players, my name is Ruin Ortega, and in this episode, I'm your Keeper of Arcane Lore, because we are playing Call of Cthulhu by Chaosium. This is part one of The Society, a live play streamed on Twitch every second Wednesday. In this first episode, we did encounter some technical issues. Uh, unfortunately, my co-host Cade could not attend the first session, and we worked into the plot. However, that meant that I was not as savvy as he might be, and so, unfortunately, the beginning was cut off. This will be my attempt to catch you up as listeners, and then the regular recording will commence. I promise you that future releases after the first recording session will get better, but for this episode and part two, you will need to bear with some technical issues there. I apologize for that. However, you're here to listen to the Society. The Society of Transcendental Sciences is an elitist club for the academics, the wealthy, and the socially advanced. Touting itself as a gathering for those who wish to see mysticism and discipline coalesce, many assume the Society seeks a grander vision of the world and are funded by the ultra-rich. It doesn't help that the club seems to have a plethora of anonymous donors that allow it to afford whatever its heart desires. Newspapers swirl with rumors of their seedy dealings and control of the world economy, but the truth is even more alarming. The society is a ruse. There are no ultra-wealthy and the members have zero control over the world's economic interests. Instead, they have only two clear goals kept secret from all who are best living in bliss. Number one, stop the awakening of the great old ones by all means possible. Number two, keep humanity ignorant to existential alien threats. This is where their story begins. This is where they become the society All of the investigators, one way or another, have found themselves at the house of one Mr. Joshua Winscott, the recent inheritor of a house from a deceased uncle. Joshua invited some of them to come see some mystery that he's uncovered. Others have come because their friend Charles had been invited first and arrived before them. Whatever the case may be, they find themselves making introductions 
here in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, I am playing Dr. Dottie Hamilton. Now that I've actually sorted out my accent and I know what I'm doing, so the first what bit is that? misnomer. Uh, it is traditional English with no actual source because that would be too difficult right. and I don't care that much. So, uh, I am Dr. Dottie Hamilton. I'm a forensic surgeon and the coroner of Boston, Massachusetts, because women are not allowed to practice on live specimens. Instead, we are relegated to the dead. And, you know, it's either easier that way because they do not scream. Typically, I've met Charles as a he is a journalist and I am the coroner. So any sort of odd bits and pieces that come in literally and figuratively, we work together to try and solve the riddle of those body parts. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work out so well for us, but we've tried. Uh, Dottie is about 5'3", plump in all the right places, and black hair in a short bob, as is the style of the time, and relatively fashionable. Perfect. Thank you, Alfie. Artemis? Uh, yeah, I'm playing Emma Reynolds, and she's from Texas, and she's about 25 years old. She's an actress, moved out to L.A., and... Uh, she's got sort of long, dirty blonde hair, green eyes, and she met Josh uh, when he came out and did an article on her for his magazine. That's how they met. Sort of helped her with some strange things that went on on a set one time. Perfect. Sly. My name is Wiley, and I do a lot of different work for... A lot of different people. However, unfortunately for everybody, I am paid a lot more to keep quiet than I've ever been offered to talk. I have blonde hair. I'm short-ish. Um, I'm not very... I don't stand out very much. I'm pretty quiet, especially in the line of work that I do. And I don't have an accent because I can't do accents. That's okay. Nobody... Neither can we. You know what? The greatest actors don't do accents, so you don't have to. That's uh, true. Chat, Usually they're accent? British, though. Me and Effie will switch accents at least three times throughout the session, so it's fine. Perfect. Say something. Is my... Is it better? Just a little... Like, up a little bit more, and you'll be fine. Okay. How's that? You can also just, like, talk into it more. Yeah, do that. Do that? Does that work? Just yeah. go right into it? I can get real intimate with this. Just, like, just, like, make out with it. Just, yeah, just make out Listen, with it. we already talked off stream about how that's, like, I'm okay. Like, ASMR is not where we need to go with this. <laughs> Welcome to Colorado. You need more tongue in there, Jeremy. All right. Uh, <laughs> with that, it's your turn. Right, I'm playing Captain James Harrington II from England. I'll try to talk like I have marbles in my mouth. Um, I know good old Josh from... Uh, he's inviting me to do a little expose in one of his magazines about big game hunting, and I have some experience in that. 
Uh, I didn't mention this sort of in my preamble, so I might as well do it now. James is is not really a young man. He's in his late 30s. Um, and he has some very strange staining or discoloration of his skin. Not right up on his face, but back towards the edges when you start to get back towards the ear line. There's sort of a yellowy browning that happens to his skin. It's on his hands as well. And, um, yeah. Um, Chad well, is roasting you. Now I simply must determine what that is. <laughs> Chad is roasting you for uh, saying that 30s is ancient, but, uh, yeah, as okay. uh, somebody in their 30s, I agree with that, so I'm going to let it happen. Me too. <laughs> not, not many, all I meant was that, you know, maybe not are all of our characters later, a little later in life? 36. Oh, I'm 38. Okay, we're good. Never mind. Later in life? Yeah. What is this? I mean, well, like, like, a lot of like World War II, a lot of people died. J- James should be married. It's also 1950s. With, James should be married with children by now, in, according to the times, and he's not. That is true. Well, that is true. Same with Dottie, though. She's an absolute old hag at this point. Clearly. <laughs> we, we heard your parents' scores. Rude. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we're going to go back. It's okay. I'm smart. I'm here for the audience to hate, by the way, so I'm okay with that. Oh. That's, that's, that's the kind of character. I, I think that's the kind of character James is going to be, unfortunately. Anyways, carry on, Josh. Tunnels, right. basement, not sewers. Yeah. Slave trade. Yeah, and he basically says, but you know, I'm I'm far too exhausted. I Like I said, I've been up all night because I was Ooh. so excited. I basically got the wall torn down, but I think we need to wait until tomorrow. And so... Maybe you have some of that dreadful tea you Americans pass off as drinkable. I, I could make a pot, maybe. Absolutely. Oh, so it, isn't it positively dreadful? what they call tea here. I agree. You're from England yourself. Yes, London. I'm from London as well. Oh, Maybe imagine that. Harrington's. Should I have? Well, I suppose not. <coughs> have you heard of the Hamiltons? Didn't they sail across a river or something here? Oh, uh, Maybe. But the ones in London were quite shit. <laughs> You're self-deprecating on your own family. Indeed. Dreadful. Tea? Yes, please. Good English tea. Josh, maybe I could make that for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. It's uh, somewhere over there. And he, he kind of points and um, he says, I'm going to be honest, it's whatever was in the old place. I, I really haven't had time to make anything new. And. How fortunate for us. I'll fold my jacket uh, politely on the armrest of a chair or something, and I'll go to try to find what these Americans call a teapot. Chattel. Yeah, sure enough, you you find um, a cupboard, and it has um, some, some loose tea, and you're able to find uh, a diffuser with it. It's probably just Earl Grey, let's be honest. Good enough. I get I, I get going as my gran taught me how to make tea. Um, and Josh, meanwhile, uh, 
hands around the cigarettes to everybody who would want one. No, thank you. I've seen what these do to your lungs. Oh, you know that's an old wives' tale, but well enough. Tell that to the gentleman I dissected last week. Ooh, gruesome. Dissected? Are you some sort of mad scientist or something? A forensic surgeon, actually. Um, the county coroner. Dead? You work with dead people? Yes. Someone has to. I I suppose that's true. Uh, Sly, you take notice that um, there was supposed to be another guest here, and yet you don't see them. There's supposed to be someone else here. And Josh, who really only just met your acquaintance, goes, Oh, Charles? Yeah. Yeah, no, he he had some place to be, he said. Um, I'll be honest, he's been gone all day. Uh, I expected to see him back by now, but, um, you know, I'm sure he'll be along whenever he can. Mm. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. How's that tea coming? I've Patience. <laughs> it's probably about half-boiled by now. Good things come to those who wait, after all. Just a touch awkward out here with the actress. Psycho, the tea, and I'll be late. I would have assumed someone that worked with the dead would have more patience, to be honest. No, everything is on my schedule, so... Hmm. That's why I argue. I served under a lieutenant marshal, very much like that. Where did you serve exactly? The king's army. Precisely where? What front? What division? Pause a moment. You can tell he's maybe not entirely comfortable talking about this. And he says, uh, the Great War. And the Boer War before that. So did I. In my own way. Of course. Everyone served in their own way. Nothing to be ashamed of. Have you ever had to amputate a limb from someone who is still awake? Really tea conversation? I mean... I'm just curious if you think I was some doddering old housewife sitting at home rationing. I'm I'm to hearing more about the amputation. I'm curious. Is that what you take me for? Well, you seem to be judgy of my line of work. Hmm. And he's seeing the the kind of tension that's brewing. Uh, Josh kind of kind of interposes himself and says, "Hey." Hey, it's all right. Everybody has their work. Everybody has their history. Take this house, for instance. It has a history related to my family, and I'll be honest, I know nothing about it. Uh, I've, uh... Slavers, will you, Josh? Well... Two sugars? Uh, you you know what? You better make it three. I'm a little tired. 
I'll dole out the tea to anyone who'd like. I'm very happily taking some tea and tested immediately for goodness. <laughs> uh, roll me a spot hidden, Alfie. Oh, balls. Uh, what is my spot hidden? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so I got a fourteen. Fourteen. So would that be a is that a hard success or just a regular success? Uh, that is a good question. So uh, it's a below the half, but above the fifth. The fifth. So it's a hard success. Um, okay. Tea tastes like shit. Uh, yeah. I take like you know, it's just old. couple extra lumps of sugar and hope that helps to answer your question james uh you know i'm i'm really unsure about the the slave angle i mean that's what it seems like with those tunnels but at the same time like i mean i love everybody i'm i'm not a racist so like why would my uncles be you know but uh it's been here forever and uh supposedly it's been in my uncle's uh possession for hundreds of years, not that I would know anything about that. I mean, I'm not exactly the type to do research, right? I write my exposés, and that's based off of collecting very little information. And he looks at uh, Emma and he says, sorry. How are you darling? Since that's why I was here, I'm mildly insulted by that. <laughs> to like an insight check or something that I can do on this guy? You can absolutely make a perception, or sorry, a... Um, uh, psychology role. Psychology is the stat for uh, checking to see if people's intentions. Okay, okay, okay. I got a 20, set, 20. Am I reading this right? A 20, yeah, 27. Uh, and my cap is 30? Yes. That, yeah, 27 out of 30? Yeah, I, I think that's what I'm reading. Psychology thirty fifteen six. Yep, that that is a success. Um, yeah, I mean, you can. Are you looking to see if he's lying about this? Yeah, he just seemed a little. Oh, he's I don't definitely know, he's definitely flippant, but uh, he's not lying. He he appears to be honest. Um, he hasn't looked into it. Um, he doesn't actually care about his family. Anybody who might know him a little bit more personally would suspect that he tries to keep a distance from the old family name. He's probably heard some things, but doesn't actually know if they're true. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where might this tunnel lead? Well, it probably leads to the ocean or something. You know, I'll be honest, there's probably a map downtown or something, but uh, I... As soon as this tea is done, a map for these tunnels. Well, you know, possible. A map of uh, the surrounding area, at the very least. Anybody with a good sense of direction might be able to figure it out. Could be a priest hole, what they called it back home. Just a an escape route for wealthy families or fathers, as it were. Ah, it could be. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I I don't know. Um, I could probably check out the library, but you know, I 
not really my bag. I'm going to see. Uh, here's the thing. I don't want to get a whole bunch of people down here who uh, might be wanting to you know, take it off my hands or force me to give it to the town or something like that. So I'm personally not going to be going out and uh, running my mouth about it. What's your intention then? You're... What are well, you implying? I'm thinking there might be something down there worth bringing back up here. Something maybe wealthy. And who knows? Maybe maybe if there's nothing down there, maybe if it is just some old slave tunnels, then, you know, who cares? Then I'll give it back to the town and hopefully they'll let me keep the house or or maybe they'll give me a different house for it. I don't really know. But if there's a chance to get rich, I want that first shot. So what are you implying? Well, that there might be treasure down there. Yes, but are you implying that we go down there and get it for him? I'm saying that, like, it wouldn't make sense for me to go by myself, and that, I mean, perhaps we all go together. I mean, uh, quite honestly, James, I forgot that you were coming, so you just happenstance, but you're here, and I'm excited, so why not? Maybe you'll fund your next big adventure. In a slave tunnel. Well, if there's treasure down there, think of the big picture here, James. Did, did, did the American slavers carry a lot of treasure? Am I missing something? Well, they would have had economy. The slaves were worth money, and they were trying to keep it secret from the government. So it's very possible that they kept their storage down there as well as using it for passage to the sea. Boston, right? Uh, this is New England. Well, Which at the time wouldn't it was be like, more likely that it was a part of the Underground Railroad? Oh, no, no, no. If there's one thing I know, it's that at this time, New England was like the biggest port for slaves. Right. I'll tell you what. Well, I'm I, not going into a tunnel to make you rich, Josh. Well, you're going to make yourself rich too, James. At least that's the hope. here's the deal and he takes a big swig and finishes off the tea before probably a lot harder than he should have slamming the mug down and says here's the deal I'm going to go get some sleep 7am I'm going in that tunnel You, he looks again at the, at the uh, clock on the wall and you can see that it's roughly 5 p.m., so he's obviously going to bed quite early. And he says, you guys can sit here all you want and think about the possibility. You can go out, you can dig up whatever research you want to find at the library, and if you're here at 7 a.m. when I go to dig, you can come with me. And if you're not, then I just assume that you've found better things to do and that you'll gladly keep this a secret so that I can hopefully strike it rich while the rest of you miss out. And with that, he kind of smirks and he excuses himself. Quite the cocky one, isn't he? What is he going to do if there's nothing down there? I assume starve to death. I'm interested. I don't know about the rest of you, but 
never could say no to an adventure. Well, I'm intrigued, but I hardly think that uh, a man that's willing to push three women ahead of him down a tunnel that he doesn't know what, you know, where it goes or what's down there. I'm not afraid. I grew up in Texas. That's nothing. Everyone has a gun in Texas. That's really? true. Even I have a gun. I mean, I do as well, but it's a matter of oh, self-protection. You, you all have guns? Yes. The stories that I heard of this land are coming truer every day. Every day. I don't. You'd be surprised who would like to break into a morgue. Point out for the audience that I am the only American here? There's a whole lot of assumptions being made here. <laughs> so far, you're not wrong. I, I feel like we need a tally. Every time you're we the get only one right, Artemis hits a tally. Imagine if they had to take a shot every time we were right. We wouldn't make it through this house. We we know what our good doctor uh, does. What about what about the two of you? What what sort of skills do you possess? What would what would want you going spelunking into these old caves beneath this house, if that's what they are? I mean, you have a gun. You're from Texas. And what of you, Wiley? What what sort of skills do you possess? Are you going to pay me to tell you? I think it would benefit all of us if we knew what we could or what we excelled at. Especially if we're going down some dark, dank place. I'm quiet. I'm observant. So you get paid for being quiet and observant? And you, um, is it Ms. Ms. Reynolds? Yes. What is, it you, what is it you do? I stand in front of the camera and look pretty, of course. Oh, an actress. Yep. He's hired quite the crack team to go down there, then. Well, like, aren't you, like, a, a hunter or something? Like, a, like, you hunt elephants or something? Why are you here? The man was writing a, an article on... Big game hunting, and I've done some. Elephants, rhinos, lions, tigers, bears, that sort of thing. So talking to an interviewer is your skill that's going to help us down? Well, I can shoot. I was in the military. I have a, a general sense of strategy, tactics, that sort of thing. That's true. I mean, I'm certainly more than willing to walk on this, Mr. Josh. He's kind of a strange fellow, if you ask me. But you I would need anything to have. Not really. It's not what I'm here for. So what are you here for? In America? Yeah. Well, I've encountered some things in my travels, and my understanding is that the libraries here in Arkham may possess some knowledge for me understanding what what it was I saw out there. What did you see? I'm really not sure. 
Well, you're speaking to the right person. Am I? Indeed. What did you see? Explain it. Sorry, I kept saying you guys were in New England. This is like my lack of geography for the uh, the states. It's Providence, Rhode Island, more specifically. Oh, I thought we were in Ark. No, we were really we were far north. Okay. I thought we were in Boston, so... Yeah, I did, too. I thought we were in Boston. <laughs> no, you guys, I you guys we have traveled uh, a little ways for this. A oh, little okay. ways. Uh, well, that, anyways, that doesn't change why I'm here. That is why I'm here. I thought you said we... <laughs> Uh, well, I, too, have seen some strange things on the battlefield, and many times soldiers would come in raving of strange happenings on the battlefield. What did you see? As I barely know you, I wouldn't like to speak out of turn, and you think I'm a madman. Mm, Madness is subjective. Is it now? Indeed. What wouldn't be what may be mad to me may be completely sane to Wiley, or vice versa. Also, is it not kind of insane that we're at this random house, like talking about how we're going to go down into tunnels that we know nothing about? I'm strange. I'm not sure I'd call that insane. Maybe it's a trap. You think Mr. Uh, Justin means us ill? No, I'm just saying maybe. I feel like it's kind of slightly crazy to just be like casually, yeah, sure, we'll follow this person down into the tunnels. So my point is I don't think we're going to think you're insane. Well, my my business is my own for now. Very well. Not all of us are open books. How did you, how did you put it, um, Wiley? Maybe I just haven't gotten paid enough yet. And with that, well, either, uh, e- either way, we can go and investigate. You guys have managed to spend about an hour of time talking through your various lives and your connections here and how strange it is or is not. But what plan do you actually possess? I would actually like to go and check out library or uh, like a community development department to get blueprints or research on what may lie beneath. Um, Affy, go ahead and give me a no roll, which is just your education. Ew. Where did I put my dice? Well, I'm fairly educated. Yeah, go for it. No, am I just education? Okay, okay, okay. 85, and my education's at 90. Perfect. Um, You would know that the local library is the John Hay Library, but there's also the Providence Athenium, uh, which is a private lending library um, known for its beautiful Greek revival structure. Uh, It was built in the 1800s. It would have a ton of historical records, but it probably does charge a pretty hefty fee to go into there. It's a membership fee. But uh, both are, you know, viable research places. If it's access you need to that, I might be able to help with that. Indeed. Beauty talks as much as money does. Anyone else? I've got both. Does anyone else wish to come with us? 
I think I'm going to go and pick up some supplies. See you in the morning, then. Right. Cheerio. Me? If that's okay with you. Yes, I suppose so. All right, well... I, I have a car outside, if you'd like to come. You split off into two separate groups, with uh, Dottie and Emma going to... Are you going to the Athenium or the library? The library. The library, perfect. You head off to the John Hay Library, and then um, James and Wiley go off to the local hardware store. Um, during this time, uh, James and Wiley, why don't you just compose a list of items that you think you might need for going into some tunnels underneath a house, and uh, I will come back to you to discuss uh, whether they're available or not. Uh, now, Dottie and Emma, you uh, get into the library. You can see that it is open up late, so uh, you will be able to spend all the time you need to research, uh, but I think the most fitting thing for us to do right now is you might as well hit me with either library use rolls or history rolls uh, to see what you can find. I'll be back in like two seconds if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay. Library use or history? History, yeah. Oh, oh no. 48, but my library use is 40, so that's a failure, okay. I think. Rolled a 35, and my library use is a 50. Okay, I'm going to deal with uh, Afi's first here. So, Afi, as you might be aware, there are two different ways that you can manipulate rolls in Call of Cthulhu. So the first yeah. is that you can use luck, which you can spend one point of your luck per point uh, in order to make that a success. Um, so you rolled a, a 30... Sorry, a which... I rolled a 48, and my use is 40, so I'd have to spend eight, eight points. points of luck, which uh, not really that bad. Um, it's you know not above 10, which tends to get where it gets stiff. Uh, or you can do what's called pushing the roll. Pushing the roll, the first roll still counts, uh, and so you have to tell me what you do differently in order to find new success. Now, if you roll again and you succeed, great. Uh, however, if you fail, the consequences can be worse. In something like a library use roll, chances are you just spend a few extra hours trying to find the information that you're looking for if you fail. Um, so I'll let you decide what you're going to do, but I'm going to go over to Artemis, who had a successful, was it a library use or a history roll there, Artemis? Library use. Perfect. Uh, so the first thing that you find is you do actually find a lot of information on the fact that uh, Rhode Island was possibly the largest slave trade port. Um, and that uh, despite emancipation, uh, the ownership of slaves continued into the 1840s, so quite late. Um, they were primarily first sold in the West Indies and brought back to Rhode Island to work on the pr uh, plantations. Um, and then after that, uh, they basically, once... once uh, the uh, expiration of trade was assigned to 1806. Uh, they began shipping as many slaves as they could as quickly as possible. Uh, and so even though, obviously, conditions of slavery were poor, uh, it got even worse during those last few years. The next thing that you find is the name John Brown. Now, John Brown 
was tried in 1796 for violating the slave trade laws, but he was found not guilty. A year later, he was tried again, and his ship, which was named Hope, was confiscated. Uh, the Brown family of Providence had been successfully involved in the slave trade for decades uh, and become one of the region's most prominent merchants. Um, and in fact, Rhode Island University uh, was renamed uh, Brown University in honor of their donations. Um, I would assume that you shared all that information with uh, Dottie right away. So Dottie, where are you at with your role? Um, I think I'm going to try and push it just because it's low risk. Let's see how that goes. And I got a 30, so I pushed it. Perfect. Um, yeah, so using kind of that information um, that, uh, that Emma had uh, given you, um, you, you also find more about uh, John Brown and the fact that over the years there's been a discovery of drainage tunnels bricked over cold storage rooms under uh, some of the houses on College Hill, which is exactly where Josh's house was. Um, it's stoked some speculation that um, they were actually being used to smuggle slaves directly to the waterfront uh, in the middle of the night where people couldn't see. Um, in fact, it was wide enough for, you know, two grown men to crawl through is usually what these tunnels were built like. Um, and putting that information all together, the two of you find a letter. Now, I'm going to read it out loud to you. Um, the letter that you find is from, let's see, is written from uh, a, a Mr. Jacob Bishop. Um, and curiously enough, you found connection between those houses and a last name of Winscott. And the letter is dated January 5th, 1811. And it begins, Dear Philip, it is with immeasurable sadness that I tell you that Elijah Winscott has passed from this world and is now losing arms of our Lord. Sorry, I just want to zoom in a bit. Um, we had known that he was not in good health for some years in both his body and spirit. He had made it most hard to know his troubles, for he had quit the company of his fellows. I did visit him in his country house, where he had lived for some years now, and as he lay in his sickbed, he broke his silence and told me a tale that I cannot properly reckon. I do not rightly know if I should tell it to you now, but I know you'd be uh, worried greatly for our friend. He recalled to me that fifteen years past, he had pondered how we might continue our trade, which had served us so well. The hateful laws against our livelihood and the troubles that beset good John Brown caused him no end of upset. Well, I remember, as you must, Elijah's character and speaking in the tavern during this time. We thought it idle fancy and too much drink. We all of us laughed to hear him speak of how he, we should dig tunnels neath the town. We did not know then that was not idle fancy altogether. We did not know that he had been making plans in secret. 
For when the cellar neath Elijah Winscott's home was laid, a tunnel was found. This tunnel did, clo did cl go close to the river, and it was no matter to dig it yet closer. He would use this passage to shepherd slaves to and from the town. All had been set, and Elijah did not wait happy in his home for his men to bring him his slaves. But they did not come. When he began to wonder what had kept them, he and the men he had to hand he and the men he had to hand went down to see what they might find. They found death. In straining voice he told me of parts of men strewn like rags across the tunnel, white man and slave alike. He could not be sure, for he did not linger. But he did think that not all men were accounted for, nor did he note anything of the slave women. But where could the others have gone, and what had come for them? The shadows of the caverns did seem to leer out at him, keeping the mystery from him. Quickly he returned, and quickly he made walls of strong brick beneath his home, and near the river to keep out whatever may be below. He knew no rest from that day forward, certainly not while he remained in the house. All we knew then was that he fell ill and spoke no more of schemes to thwart the laws. From his sickbed at the end of his life, he said that chasms plunged deep beneath the town he had quit. He peered out of his window at the, at the swaying red maple trees and seemed to calm. I can only think that this country house was some peace to him as he breathed his last. May his heirs have better fortune in that house in Providence than he. With sincere esteem, Jacob Bishop. Quite vile, your slave trade, it once was. Yeah, dark stain on our history. Sure. And oh, the, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, we're just going to... You're good. <laughs> I was Do your thing. Say, and with that, let's go back <laughs> to Jeremy and Sly, uh, who have been compiling a list for uh, supplies that they might take into the tunnels. Would you would you like the list? Sure. We've uh, we've compiled uh, rope, lanterns and lamp oil, shovel, pick, uh, some canteens with water, not empty canteens, um, <clears throat> snacks, food, uh, good English tea, helmets if um, we can get them. Something to protect our noggins with, and uh, some chalk. Hmm. Yeah, you'd be able to find some uh, some construction helmets. They're good old metal ones with a little bit of cotton lining on the inside. Okay. Um, J James has a little bit of money, so he'll pay for everything, but... He'll keep meticulous receipts as he intends to charge Josh for everything. Wonderful, as he should. And, uh, Affie and Artemis, was there anything else that uh, you were trying to find at the library? Um, 
Not the library, but if there were, uh, unless the city records are there. Um, there would be city records. Uh, it's attached to the same building. Um, so what are you trying to find there? Uh, at this point, probably more information on John Brown, Elijah Winscott, and just generally the Brown and Winscott family lines. Mm -hmm. Um, go ahead and roll me a, uh, a library use again, or a history, either one. Uh, 14. Oh, excellent. Which is, uh, I'm pretty sure a hard success. It's under half, but over fifth. Perfect. Yeah, that is a hard success. Yeah, regular, hard, extreme. Um, yeah, you don't really manage to find too much more than what you found. Um, okay. You do find, you know, that... Um, it was through Elijah that it basically passed um, through to Josh, um, through an uncle that he had. You can see very clearly how the, the house was transferred from family members down until Josh get it or got it. Sorry, um, you can see that um, his uncle died within the past month, uh, so it was relatively handed over quite quick to him. Um, other than that, though. You know, you, you find the same information on John Brown, who, you know, went on to make lots of donations and got his name on the university. Uh, and then uh, seemingly his family um, continues on in just regular textiles and um, different materials like that. Emma, any further ideas? I mean, not unless maybe we can get, like, a blueprint of the house. Is that possible? Uh, that you're not able to find. Um, you, you do find, like, um, kind of the land location, and you can find, like, the lot size and everything. Um, you can see that it's close to the river. Um, but other than that, like, it doesn't have the official specifications of the house, Okay. Well, that's just fine, as you would say. Because I picked up your accent. <laughs> yeah, I figured that was going to happen at some point. Okay. <laughs> uh, if that's all, I suggest we return to where we stay and be ready at 7 a.m. Very well. Perfect. And uh, James and Wiley, are you also headed back to the household? I'm just long for the ride, so. Yeah, well, we'll we have places we're staying, I assume. Uh, or are there, we staying at the house? There was uh, bedrooms set aside at the house for you. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll return to the house. Perfect. Um... After we I brought my dog with me, just so you know. <laughs> I thought we were staying in a hotel, so that's where they were. What kind of dog? German Shepherd. And I pet the German Shepherd. Yes. Best day ever. <laughs> I love dogs. 
All right, well, with that, everybody returns to the house. And you arrive at different times. Nothing really has changed. Uh, You can hear Josh snoring away from his one room just down the hall. uh, And you find your way to various bedrooms. Uh, However, deep in the night, every one of you hears a blood-curdling scream. And it awakens you from your sleep. But before we uncover what that is, I think we're going to take a little bit of a break. We're going to grab some coffee, so we will be right back. And we are back and highly caffeinated. That's the thing I say. I don't know if you guys know that. Okay. Um, never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. Something to do about coffee, I guess. It's our thing. I guess. Yeah, we said that one time. That one time. Um, right before our break, our investigators, who were entirely far too cautious about this whole scenario, which won't have anything bad, um, heard a, a, an ear or... Yeah, ear-piercing, blood-curdling scream in the middle of the night. It was a... uh, Well, tell you what. Everybody can give me a listen roll. And just as a reminder, um, in case you've forgotten, if you make your roll, make sure you click the little checkbox next to it, um, and then at the end of the session, we'll make sure we level up. Ooh, I failed. Oh, wait, no. What do the double O's mean again? The double uh, zeros? Two one zeros hundred. is like a one through nine. Three zeros is a hundred, and that's the worst you can roll. Okay, well, I rolled two zeros and a five. So you got a five, which is probably... What's your listen? Uh, that would be under the fifth, so... Oh, so extreme an extreme success. success. Wonderful. Uh, that was definitely Josh Winscott screaming. Okay, I'm going to pull out my gun, my revolver, grab Roxy by the harness, and head out into the hallway. I come out with pajama pants and a wife beater. (laughs) And my hair a little disheveled. But my mustache is perfect. Of course. I'm still dressed. Always ready. I sleep in bathtub. Weirdo. <laughs> uh, I have on, like, 
typical pajama pants and shirt. They're silk and very nice, but I have a, like a robe over top. I'm going to go and check Josh's room. It is I'm empty. right on your heels. Well, what are you doing with that? What? This is Roxy. A gun. A oh. gun. It's not every day you hear someone scream. You also have a gun and I'm holding my derringer. <laughs> I look at her gun. I'm like, Oh, you know, it was a spider. Something startled him. Well, good. We can shoot the spider then. Shoot the spider. Generally, don't make that kind of noise. And I lost my accent already. (laughs) Generally, don't make that kind of noise for a spider. Get back down there somewhere. I'm going to call out for him. I'm going to be like, Josh! I'm heading for the basement. No reply. He's probably the daft fool gone into the tunnels alone. He said, wait until seven o'clock. Yes, because everyone is so honest. Uh, Dottie makes her way down the stairs to the basement. I would go with her. She doesn't find anyone, but she does Hmm. find that the light is on. um, And she sees... Uh, a hole where there was obviously a bricked up wall and very dark tunnels beyond. Tunnels, um, like plural? Um, just one from what you would be able... Well, actually, it would be plural because from the uh, situation, you can see to your left and to your right. Like You can see that the tunnel okay, goes okay, okay. left and right. I'm just going to holler down the tunnel. I'll be like... What the hell is this thing? Josh! You hear your uh, words echo off of the walls, but there's no reply. Has anyone checked his room to make sure he's not there? Yes, he wasn't yes, inside. Not there. Sly. Uh, Wiley notices that Charles is still not present. 